off the ball. Cristiano Ronaldo was offered to numerous clubs in the summer and no deal could have been done. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Disappointment for Celtic last night. Uh, Mark Wilson is with us to talk to us again. Mark, you're very welcome back. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. What happened last night, do you think? It, 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 it wasn't the same quality of performance that we'd seen from Celtic, say, uh, in the first game against Real Madrid. What, what was it that was letting them down last night that they weren't able to affect their own game plan um, in the way that we've kind of come to expect them to? Well, I think, obviously, when you're going into these games and you're missing big players, as Celtic were last night, particularly two centre-halves, then you start a wee bit on the back foot. Now, that's not to say Stephen Welsh did anything wrong. I thought Jens was a, a little bit shaky in the opening exchanges, and that led to Leipzig having a few clear-cut chances early on in the game. I did think, however, that Celtic got to grips with the game in the first half, and they actually took it to, to Leipzig. I thought they, they played quite well up to a stage but it was the same old problems again last night for Celtic in the in the final third where they created so many chances at that period that they were on top and they didn't take one of them and we know again at this level I sound like a, a bit of a broken record here but at this level if you keep missing those chances teams will punish you if you play so open and at that time in the game Celtic were open they were committing bodies forward which is great to watch you know the commit midfielders and wide players into the box to try and create as many opportunities as possible. And when you do that, of course, you leave yourself wide open at the back. And that's where the counter-attack goal came from. Knocked the stuffing out of Celtic for for a wee bit. Um, and they find themselves chasing the game again. I did think they got to grips with it, obviously. And then the second half, they came out and start fantastically well. But the game just got away from them again. And Leipzig had a good team. Um, Celtic found it difficult but again it's it's the levels you go up it's it's hard to compete at this level if you're not on top of your game the the style of play mark seems to be the big the big discussion point coming out of last night's game and maybe in Europe it doesn't quite work as well as as it does in the Scottish Premiership but does does Ange need to have a a different plan or a plan B? I know Jurgen Klopp, for example, changed changed formation during the week um, in the Champions League as well. Like as you say, it leaves them open, leaves them vulnerable. On on the flip side of that, you know, it creates a lot of chances for Celtic. They just didn't just take them last night. But is there a question to be had there over the style of play in Europe, especially? especially? I think so. I think the manager has to take some of the the responsibility for that. Now, look, there's no getting away from the way Celtic play and what Ange Postacoglu has done for the club in terms of transformation. And it's it's exciting to watch week in, week out. It's exciting to watch the Champions League games for a neutral. That must be a joy to watch because you know you're getting goals in it. But uh, I feel there's got to be a balance there somewhere. Uh, you mentioned yourself there, even Jurgen Klopp has changed his style. You know, the top teams adapt in this competition because they know they're coming up against the elite. They know they will get punished if, if they go gung-ho and just throw everything at other teams. They know teams are coming up against have got clever players who will exploit you. I just feel Celtic maybe haven't learned their lesson from you know last season in the Europa League. Last night was very much like, if you remember back to Betis and Bayer Leverkusen, I was watching the game thinking it's very much like that, that Celtic could go ahead and score three or four goals easily 
But at the other end, you could easily see Leipzig doing the exact same. That's the way it was last season. Of course, you're stepping up and leveling the competition, which, you know, the dangers then, uh, you know, come around quicker uh, and you often get punished more. And you just wonder, you know, is he, is he going to change? Well, he says he's not for changing, but to have success in this competition, I feel there's got to be a an address somewhere, you know, of balance that you've got to kind of give your defenders the best opportunity to keep a clean sheet. So, Mark, we, we I think we <clears throat> we all agree. Ange's obviously got a giant football brain, and uh, there's a strain of madness slash genius to him. So he he must maybe he's saying something publicly and thinking something differently. What what are what's his backroom staff saying to him when they're having this conversation? They know that what they did last night didn't work, and they know those other previous examples that you've you've given from last season. So, what are they actually thinking about long term success? in this competition? Why, why would they continue to do the same thing and expect different results? It's a very good question. Um, look, I, I played with John Kennedy, who's, who's been there as Ange's right-hand man from the start. John, of course, a very good defender in his time. Now, I've no doubt that the backroom staff have bought into what Ange Postecoglou has done because, it's again, it's fantastic. You overwhelm teams, you play at a quick tempo, but at this level, like I keep saying, there's got to be a balance in, in how you do it. Um, so I've no doubt that, that John and Gavin Strachan, who you know, will analyse things and, and probably give them uh, their idea from a defensive point of view, how things could be more solid in terms of the middle of the pitch. I, I, I think that's where the problem is at this level. that The Celtic players vacate the middle of the pitch so often and trying to create chances and trying to get bodies into the box to overwhelm the opposition does work because we've seen it against Real Madrid, we've seen it Shakhtar and, and now against Leipzig. It's just when you're left with that one holding midfielder and it's a big old pitch against athletic, quick players who quickly go past you and you're right onto a back four or a back two in some occasions because Celtic's fullbacks are so high. So... Look, they're clever guys, these guys on the backroom team. Ange Postecoglou is a very smart guy, knows football inside out. And and last night in his post-match interviews, he's probably as disappointed as I've ever heard Ange uh, after a game, which maybe tells its story. I think he knows that at both ends it isn't going right because it, in these games you can you know you can maybe point to one area and say it didn't go well for us in that in that area of the pitch and we need to work in that but for Ange Postecoglou it isn't just defending it's the problem it's in the penalty box he's finding a problem how often have we said that about Celtic domestically well very little Um, but he has to find a way in the Champions League of his players at the top end of the pitch putting one of those chances away I mean there was 12 12 attempts on goal last night from Celtic uh, an away team in the Champions League that's good going and they only take one of them. You put your defence under immense pressure to keep the ball at the net the other side. And you mentioned you mentioned that defensive absentees uh, there, Mark Cameron, uh, Carter Vickers being one of them. And uh, like Gordon Strachan after the match was kind of talking about you know systems don't win games; it's players that win games. And um, is that an issue as well that the, the defence just was a little bit leaky last night? Just more leaky. Like, obviously, Leipzig and Celtic both good attacking teams, but Celtic's defence uh, let them down more than the Leipzig defence did. So, do you know, is five at the back an option for, for Ange Postecoglou or, or do you think he'll, he'll change his defensive structure in any way? 
No, no, he's he's never going to go, in my opinion, anyway, to five at the back. Um, <laughs> I could I could eat those words when it comes round to Leipzig next week, but I just can't see it. I mean, the amount of work he's put into the side with the the back four and the inverted fullbacks. You seen it last night. I mean, it's how the second goal, I suppose, against them came about. That Greg Taylor goes into that inside pocket. Joe Hart. I mean, Gordon Strachan, of course, is right. As players that won and lose your matches. Joe Hart doesn't need to play that pass to Greg Taylor. He could go to Jens and and everything's you know ticking along fine. So I don't think he'll change. I, I do think the players that are missing for Celtic are are big players. I mean, I think you can get away with missing some players or one or two here and there, but it's starting to affect the spine of the team. When you look at Joe Hart making the mistake last night and looking at the weekend to go against Motherwell, I know Juranovic scores on goal, but. I would blame Hart as much as anybody for that. Um, you take out Carter Vickers and Starfield, there's your first two centre choice centre halves. Cal McGregor has suffered an injury that Ange Postecoglou says it doesn't look good. Now that's a major concern. And in European competition, your front men through the middle aren't scoring. So this competition heavily re- relies on the, the spine of your team. And it's, uh, it's a bit shaky at the minute for Celtic. Is this all just part of the learning process <clears throat> for the players and the team and for Ange as well in that like you know listen to you talk about this it, it does sound like from a philosophical perspective they are creating a lot of chances if they were to increase the performance level by 10 or 15% and a couple of those were to go in suddenly the game is really different like the psychology of the game is different Leipzig are under the cosh at home even though they they have a lot of the ball and they're attacking but they've actually conceded two or three goals it, it's a completely different um outcome or it's only a, a different outcome is on the cards um, and we're all talking about this and wow how brave Celtic were to go to Leipzig and, and stick to their principles um, is Ange thinking like if I have a slightly deeper squad next season and, and perhaps find a goalkeeper who's more reliable that the right thing to do is to stick with this and they look back on these as like okay that was the, the learning curve it was very steep and we got through it or is the other side like you change things and adapt and you 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 know, you drag Leipzig into a, a nil-all and suddenly you're still in the group, but it doesn't feel as good because, you know, you're you're going away from your what your principles are and what you think you're working on week in, week out on the training pitch. Yeah, well, I, I don't think he's ever going to change his principles in that respect. I don't think he's ever going to go anywhere and try and play for a nil-nil draw. I think he's made that quite clear. As soon as he came in, Ange Postecoglou's first press conference, he said he was going to play football that got the fans off their seat and he, he certainly done that um, and look there, there was question marks going into this campaign in the Champions League when, especially when the group was drawn if he was going to change those principles then well he's shown he's, he's not going to so um, you mentioned about the goalkeeper look Joe Hart is a reliable goalkeeper I think he's been excellent since he's came to Celtic he will make mistakes um, but at this level those mistakes get punished I mean if that's if that's back home in the Premiership, would that would any player have the ability to play that pass first time and then the finish was very good? I don't know. But um, I think one thing's for sure is the, the, look, the players will get better at this level. Got to remember that this is our first campaign at this level. Um, some of them, you know, just getting used to Ange Postecoglou's style of play still. So they will get better. Um, if Celtic can qualify again for the Champions League next year I do believe that there'll be a better outfit and look we're, we're chatting like they're, 
they're done and dusted. Got two huge games coming up that they could uh, they could easily swing this group, and things look a whole lot different in the two home games coming up. Yeah, yeah, I can I can see why he would stick to his principles. Yeah, well, he's come this far, I guess, uh, and they're exciting games to watch. Like, I, I don't really want to lay blame at anyone in particular necessarily Mark but as a right back yourself you probably have a, a good um, uh, scope on this and, and Juranovic sometimes last night at right back you, you almost feel like he's, he's ball watching at times like is is that a concern has, has he been has he been an issue over over the last number of games for Celtic is, is, is it an issue going forward do you think or is it just he had a bad game I guess I don't think so um, no I, listen I've watched last night Juranovic going forward I thought he was excellent. Funny enough, going forward, I thought the pace that he shows and, and the drive that he's got really takes Celtic up the pitch. Um, defensively, I know he scored an own goal at the weekend, but he also, you know, he also hit the, the crossbar with an outstanding free kick. Um, nah, listen, I can't see it with Juranovic. I think he's one of the more steady and reliable performers. Um, so I don't think they've got an issue in that respect. You, Sometimes think perhaps maybe he could get a hand for his wide guys, but Ange Postecoglou plays his, his wide guys so high and and far up the pitch, it's difficult. I mean, <laughs> I don't know how much I would have liked that as a fullback if, <laughs> uh, say, Nakamura stood in the halfway line and allowed me to, to tackle, you know, Ronaldo or Ronaldinho or whoever else I was playing myself. I would I'd kind of be thinking, is there any chance you're coming back and help me? So he's got a tough old job. It's a tough gig, by the way, for the Celtic fullbacks. Greg Taylor on the other side you see him battling away he's reformed his Celtic career so look collectively it's um, it's a disappointment for Celtic last night there's no doubt about that but um, I believe these two games coming up look uh, if they play with that intensity at Celtic Park that they did in the first half against Real Madrid I think they will take three points against Leipzig and then it, it comes down to that game against Shakhtar um, two or three weeks later it was interesting to listen to, to Joe Hart after the match as well, Mark, where he kind of, he fronted up, at least he came out in front of the, the media after his mistake during the game, but he, he referenced, you know, it was just a bad pass from him and he held his hands up on that and look, Leipzig were, were pressing with, with three men as well, which made it difficult for him to get that, that pass right, but he did say, you know, that's the way the manager wants us to play and, and you know, Ange wants Joe Hart to play out from the back. So, yeah, you know, it does lead to mistakes, but at the, but at the end of the day, you can't really blame... Ange for an individual mistake no well look, I, I listened to those comments as well Joe was quick to say you know I'll front up it's, it's my fault but that's the way the manager wants us to play <laughs> I, I did have a wee chuckle at that because I mean if it's Cal McGregor trying to make that pass into Greg Taylor I don't even know if he makes it because it's that tight so <clears> you know it's an individual decision on the day Joe to obviously try to thread the ball through it, the eye of a needle. I was never on. Got to give credit to Leipzig because when you see the way they front three press, they understand that Celtic want to play that way. Like, football's, football's went a different way since I actually played it. I can never imagine playing that way. But these players are well drilled in it. You know, they're told that's the way to play. They're, they're given the certain rotations and movements. It's about execution on the night and mistakes happen. And Joe... Unfortunately for Celtic, made a mistake at a crucial time, you know, especially after that goal was ruled out. And I thought Celtic were lucky in that respect. So it probably was just about steadying the ship at that time, you know, seeing it the next couple of minutes. And you probably expect someone with experience, a Joe Hart, um, 
not to make an error like that just at that time. You know, the cameras were still on the Celtic fans actually celebrating yeah. the goal being disallowed. And then, you know, as it, quick as you know what, they're, they're behind and the game's running away from them. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> definitely. Uh, he'd want that one back. But it is all obviously then set up for uh, a magical European night under lights next week in Parkhead. Great to have you with us again, Mark. Thanks a million for joining us. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Thank you. It's uh, Mark Wilson, uh, former Celtic defender. Obviously, you can hear him on Super Scoreboard on Radio Clyde as well. Now, all this week, we've got a fantastic opportunity to combine sports and leisure with a visit to L.A. on America's West Coast. You and two friends could be jetting off with multi-award winning Cassidy Travel on direct flights from Dublin with Aer Lingus on the 1st of December to spend four nights in the four-star hotel. It's called The Wayfarer. It's in downtown Los Angeles and you can take in the L.A. Rams against the Seattle Seahawks as it stands. All the teams in the NFC West have two wins each. Everybody's two and two. So uh, there's no doubt that this game will actually be meaningful in terms of the outcome for who's going to the playoffs. So to be in with a hat for this great prize, just follow at Cassidy Travel on Twitter and retweet our competition post. It's all with thanks to Cassidy Travel, your one-stop sports travel shop. Sports and travel, a perfect match. You can visit CassidyTravel.ie for more. Take in the game, do some Christmas shopping in Los Angeles. It's not a bad trip. Um, the Celtic point, right? It, like... I get the point you're making about make the change. It's good enough for Jurgen Klopp. Mm. Klopp's in a mad crisis, though. Like his team aren't performing at the same level. Whereas, like Celtic are still performing at the level in the league that they should be, and they're still evolving. So, if you start suddenly saying, "Well, actually, look, we really believe this. Everything is game is is organised to do this one thing. This is who we are. This is our identity." Except this week, we're going to be somebody entirely different. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and Mark's probably right, and to a, to a degree, I guess, and being devil's advocate in that, like I probably don't think and should change to should, should change style. And, and the reality is, like as discussed after the match last night, like Celtic had so many chances last night for goals, so they're they're creating the chances, um, and they still had positives. I mean, Jota was a positive, Kyogo was a positive for them last night. And we shouldn't forget that. So it's not it, it is all to play for in the next couple of games and it is Leipzig at home it's then Shakhtar Donetsk at home if they can get even four points from those games they're looking a little bit better um, maybe the home atmosphere at Sally Park can change things and I, and I honestly I don't think he would change style at home anyway now maybe you go to the Bernabeu in the last game needing something and, and if you want you can kind of change things and, and narrow, narrow it down and, and, and break Real down if you can but ah, I mean that's how they'll already be qualified well, to yeah. hope that they're resting players True, and then you just have to go and attack yeah, yeah, and Real won again last night, which is which is good for the the rest of the teams in the group. At least then Real can run away with the group and fight it out for second place. The rest of them, so yeah, Ange is, is probably not going to. Also, do you want to feel alive, or do you want to be like go and scratch your way to like what's the point of that? Yeah, in, in the long term, like Celtic weren't going to suddenly play Champions League football this season and be really good. Yeah, it true. just wasn't going to happen. And they're brilliant to watch. They're brilliant to watch at the minute. Uh, sorry really successful it wasn't going to automatically be okay we can now just coast our way through a group which has Real Madrid and Leverkusen in it and, and they're more successful than, than Ra- like Rangers haven't scored a goal in the Champions League in 12 years so, so that's important so that, that, that's important that's all well. that matters well at least you know Celtic put up um, Celtic, you know, Rangers were brilliant in the Europa League last year but when it comes to the Champions League Celtic can put, on, put, put in good performances in the group and you know, if they can just get a win next week against Leipzig yeah. it is all to play for OTB With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.